everybody. Welcome to House of Hope. I'm April Simons and I'm here in Dallas, Texas. And joining me from Houston, Texas is my mom and sister, Dodie Osteen and Lisa Comis. Lisa, what can you say, Mama, how, you know, how a person starts their, their day determines or sets the standard for their day. What do you guys do that every single day that maybe could encourage others? Um, how do you start your day? What do you get up and absolutely do or don't do why why don't you start lisa okay well i start my day i think the same way you do and my mother does and you and i and all of our siblings learn that uh you know the morning time is a great time to just get up and start our day with god by reading the bible by spending some time in prayer worship and thanksgiving and uh you know the bible says to enter into his gates with thanksgiving with praise and I like to, before I ever get out of bed, just to uh, start giving God praise and thanksgiving and tell him how grateful I am for the things that he's done in my life. And and then I just get up and I get my cup of coffee and I get my Bible out and I just read and I fellowship with God and I pray as I go. And sometimes I pray first, sometimes I read afterwards, sometimes I'll I'll read two or three chapters. Sometimes I'll just get stuck on one chapter because I love this certain verse and I just want to study it out. I want to meditate on it. And um, But the bottom line is I just I don't go a day without doing it uh, unless some, some emergency comes up. But it's just my life. And it's uh, the Bible says that we are spirit, soul, and body, and we are really careful to feed our bodies and to feed our, our minds and our souls, you know, by entertainment. And we've got to feed our spirit. And it's the spirit of a man that makes you strong in life. That's what really you want to dominate your life. You want your spirit to dominate over your feelings and negative things in life. And so you've got to feed your spirit. Mm-hmm. And that's one way you do it. And and the Bible also says that when you read the word of God, that it brings joy to you and it brings mm-hmm. wisdom to you. And so I start my day just like that, and I learned it from my mom and dad because they used to do the same way, uh, same thing, and it's the greatest habit uh, I've ever formed in my life, and I like to say this, it is the habit that has brought stability in my life more than anything else. Mm, That's good. That's really good. Mama, how about you? I, I do. I read my Bible. My healing scriptures, in fact, I have them right here. Every day of the world, it's been 40 years next year that Jesus healed me from cancer of the liver mm-hmm. and gave me my life back. And, and therefore, my life is to help others and to pray for them and all. But I have about 58 healing scriptures on here. I read them every day of the world. I don't leave the house without reading them. And I used mm-hmm. to read my Bible every morning, but then it got busy in the mornings whenever I have things to do at the church and all. So I started reading them at night. So I go to bed and I read my the, my Bible, which is pretty long, Daddy, what Daddy taught us. You know, I still read uh, five Psalms, one proverb, three in the old and three in the new. Oh, yes. It takes a long time. Some of those <laughs> chapters are so long. but And I don't go to bed or sleep sometime till one or after. But anyway, you know what? That's all right because I I get the Word of God in my heart. Where would I have been in 1981, April? And you saw me. You knew you were at home. You saw me when I came home, when I weighed 89 pounds, when I was so jaundiced and all. Where would I have been if I hadn't had the Word of God in my heart about healing? People Mm -hmm. are are just destroyed sometimes because of lack of knowledge. But do you know what? God gives you 
oh, I, you know, and since I've gotten older and since I had polio and have things that the doctor said that have happened to my bones, uh, even Proverbs 3, 5, and 8, I've known that since I was a little girl, but it says if you trust in the Lord and, and do all that, it will be health to your flesh and strength to your bones. Right yes. there, Proverbs yes. 3. See, I say, Jesus, you said it'd be strength to my bones. And then Proverbs 4, 20, 22, I've read that and known that all my life. And then says, everybody, incline your ear to your sayings and all, for they are life to those mm-hmm. who find them and health to all your flesh. Just reading yeah. Proverbs, keeping them, you know, in the midst of your heart and all. Yeah. You can learn so much from that. And fear not, listen to this. This is a good one today. Fear not, or I'm with you. Thank God. Jesus is always there. Other people, daddy couldn't always be with me. Y'all can't always be with me. But Jesus is always there. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. Who would want any other God? God is a God that loves us. Somebody asked me, why in the world are we having this pandemic when God, you know, doesn't allow sickness and all? Well, sometimes things just come. God allows them. They come, you know, even though we don't want them to come. And we don't know God's ways. God's ways are better than our ways. Mm-hmm. And so we just have to leave it up to him. He didn't send it. I heard Jensen Franklin the other day said, I'm sure not better at God because of this. God didn't send it. But sometimes God allows things to happen in life so that we can look and find out what's going on in the world. So maybe people that haven't known Jesus haven't accepted him into their heart. Yeah. But anyway, be not dismayed for I'm your God. I will strengthen you. No matter what we go through in this pandemic, to strengthen us. And, um, okay, I lost it. I will help you. Mm-hmm. Thank God. You know, y'all can help me, and you do so much to help me. You're always doing something to help me. And I, But you don't do what Jesus does. Jesus helps me when nobody else can, when I'm dying of cancer, or when, you know, I've had a car accident, when I had polio when I was a little girl. Jesus is there to help me. He's always there. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Thank you, Father God. I can always reach up there and say, Jesus, it's my right hand. I need help now. Mm -hmm. And then, for I, the Lord your God, will hold your right hand, saying to you, fear not. I will help you. Jesus, you told us to fear not. Help us not to fear during this pandemic, Father. And Jesus, those that may have it now, help them to trust in you and not to fear Jesus but to know, Jesus, that you will take care of them, Father, and you always will. You've always been there, and you always will be there. That's good. Mama can preach. Really? She doesn't think she preaches, but she does. (laughs) Let me turn a question on you. What do you do, April? (laughs) Well, um, I I did say that dog. You take care of that dog. I do take care of the dog. But before I get out of bed, I read my Bible. But I have to say this. There's a lot of young moms out there watching this. And, uh, you know, I remember having, I have five kids. And I remember thinking, it was just stressing me out to read my Bible in the morning. You know, I just, I did that quick scan. (laughs) And, uh, you know, I felt guilty about doing, about not doing it in the morning or not getting enough in. And I finally just set myself free from it. And I said, it's okay if I do it afternoon. It's okay if I do it at the night. It's okay if I do it when I'm in the bathroom by myself or in my closet. <laughs> you know, just taking time alone. Now that's changed because my kids aren't little anymore. But if you're, if you're watching this and you are one of those moms and you can't find time to yourself, don't stress out that you don't get 
an hour to pray every day. Okay. Right. And, and don't stress out that you can't read, you know, for an hour in your Bible. Just get something in. Just let yourself set yourself free from that mindset and just know it's about relationship. It's not about rules. It's not about regulations. It's not about you don't get a better place in heaven if you spend more time, you know, in the morning and blah, 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 blah. Set yourself free. And um, one thing that I don't do is I don't get on social media in the morning. I just don't do that. I, I just, that's not even something that I do. So I, I, I read my Bible, take my dog out. I go for walks. I, I work out. And um, just something about taking care of your spirit man, taking care of your physical man, taking care of your mind. While I'm getting ready, I always listen to a podcast or something that I can learn from. And, um, and so I just happen to have people in my family that I listen to Lisa, I listen to Joel, <laughs> can listen to mama right here. But, um, you know, I have a lot of, a lot of people that I listen to on podcasts. I know you're the same way, Lisa, and books that I read. And so it's just how, again, how you start your day determines how your, your day is going to be. And I think one thing that, that is so important too. the scripture says in Proverbs, a wise woman builds her house. The foolish one tears it down by her own efforts. And I think that mama was such an example in our house of just setting the tone. Mm -hmm. And um, she, she set the tone for peace. She set the tone for order. She set the tone for fun. We knew that if we could get mama laughing, you know, we're all good. You know, she got us out of many devotions at the, at the oh. kitchen table. <laughs> and for that, we were grateful. But anyway, um, it's just, just, you know, it doesn't matter how I'm, I'm totally getting off of what I was going to talk about, but it, it doesn't matter how messy your house is. Does not matter if the dishes aren't done? The laundry is not done. Take this time, especially this time and enjoy your family. God sent your children as blessings, not as curses. You might think they might be a curse right now, but they're not. <laughs> April, may I say this to you? Yeah. I didn't do that when y'all were young. I had five children. Daddy traveled a lot of the time. He's gone 37 days one time around Christmas time. I had a lot of work then, so I didn't always read my Bible like I do now. I didn't do the things that I do now because yeah. I, I had children to take care yeah. of. I would shampoo the carpet sometime when everybody got in bed and then get in bed and read the Bible at night, mm -hmm. which you know, I, I have more time now. I can do what yeah. I want. See, that's but good. That's I, good for people to know because sometimes they think that we have it or people have it all together and, you know, you just always blah, blah, blah. It doesn't always go as planned, obviously. That's, so that's great to know. Yeah, it wasn't until y'all got older and all and even some of you got in college that I changed and started doing a different way. A different way. Yeah. But, uh, you know, you can't always do the same. Don't condemn yourself. That's the reason mm -hmm. I never tell anybody. They say, how long did it take you for you to know that you were healed? I don't tell them that <clears throat> because, excuse me, because you can, nobody can set a time. Everybody's different. Isn't that strange? Every time I start to talk <clears throat> like this, I get this little thing in my throat. <clears> That's okay. <laughs> anyway. <clears throat> I don't tell people how long I pray. You notice while I go, yeah. I said, I'm praying longer and all because everybody's different. You know, you yeah. might pray 10 minutes. Maybe that's all you have. You might get up and, and say, father, bless me today and help me and pray later on in, in the day. See, I don't work like other people do. Yeah. I don't work like this. You can have your structure and Lisa can attest to this because we learned it from you is 
um, you know, before we left for school, you always prayed over us. I remember you saying, you know, uh, quoting the scripture, I thank you, Lord, that not one of my kids are, will have broken bones. Favor will surround them. You know, just went through it, went through it, went through it. And, you know, I mean, it's, you covered us in prayer. And I think that makes a huge difference. I did, I do it for my kids. I did it for my kids. Lisa, how about yeah. you? I know you did. Yeah, I know. And I do remember you and daddy reading the Bible and praying and, and, I, but I agree when, when my kids were little, man, I, any, any time I could get, you know, even if it was five minutes in the morning, yeah, that's true. Uh, the thing to remember is if you're not doing it for God, you're doing it for yourself. Yeah, you know, I mean, you're doing it because you need God and you want to connect with him and you want to get the word in you. And, and if you're a busy mom and all you can get is one scripture and I'm going to meditate on this scripture yes, all day. Good. And, and also, yeah. And just little pockets of time. It's amazing how we can waste little pockets of time. If you have the Bible on, on app on your phone, or if you're in the car, you know, you can get 10 minutes of a preaching sermon that could change your life. Yeah. You could, open your Bible while you're waiting on the dentist, you know, and read, uh, read 10 minutes of scripture. That's life changing, mm -hmm. but just using any little pockets of time. And, and remember that, uh, there are very few times I've prayed an hour in, in a row, maybe when I've set out to really pray or something, but I just spend a little time in prayer in the morning. And then I try to pray throughout my day and just ask God, involve God in my life, yeah. you know, and, and I think sometimes we just forget we can when we're making a decision, when we're in a uh, have a problem at work, just to stop and pray, pray about everything, pray always. You know, it's it's lifestyle That's more right. than just sitting there and and praying. I mean, there have been times I thought I'm going to pray for 30 minutes and I'm done in like two minutes. Yeah. And that's all I can get out because it's just it's that it's just something I wanted to do to prove something. But then there are other times I spend that much time in prayer because the Holy Spirit was leading me to, mm -hmm. you know. And so That's I right. just think you can't be condemned or compare, compare yourself to anyone. There's an app. It's called Daily Audio Bible. And I've done that for two years in a row. I started something different this year. But it's great. You can be putting your makeup on, playing the Bible. Um, they'll, they'll read from the old, new, and the Psalms and Proverbs. And, and the, the guy... Uh, Brian, I think it is his name. He's amazing. So it, that's a good one if you just want to listen to the word while you're getting ready. And you know, yeah. there's different seasons of prayer. I think I know there's one time I went. I really felt inside that I should set my alarm for every two hours to pray, and that's starting at eight in the morning to ten o'clock at night. Yeah. I don't normally do that, but I felt inside the because I was believing God for something big, and um, I set my alarm. And every two hours, I didn't care where I was. If I was at lunch with someone, I went to the bathroom and I prayed. Might be a one minute prayer. Um, I was doing a, a TV show. I, I it went off in the middle of the show. <laughs> it's kind of oh. funny, but you know, I stopped and prayed for a second, and and after about. Two or two weeks or three weeks, I remember to calling my friend and telling her, saying, "I just feel like I don't need to do that anymore." And I'm telling you, within a week, things begin to change. And mm -hmm. but do I do that now? No. So so like Lisa said, don't feel condemnation. Her mama said it, you know, because you're not do what you feel like you need to do. I, I but thought. don't wait till life falls apart before you start praying. 
like right. Eddie used to say, get the word of God in you when you don't need it and God will bring it out of you when you do need it. Be prepared, be, be ready. Know what you're, know those healing scriptures. Know, mm-hmm. know those salvation scriptures for your family. Know, just know things, you know, just like that little scripture I told you um, that none of our bones would be broken. I mean, who would have thought of that? There's a scripture that says you will lie down and have sweet, uh, sweet sleep, peaceful mm-hmm. sleep. Mm-hmm. Great will be the peace of my children. Oh my goodness. There's all kinds of scriptures in there. If you're pregnant and you don't yet have your baby, start declaring that over your family, over your little baby. And, and there's so much in the word of God. You just got to get it on the inside of you. That's, That's right. good. Yeah, that is good. Great. <laughs> As I stop and wait for you. <laughs> Um, I think this is good. You know, we didn't know we were, we were going to go this route today, but, um, you know, I, I think it's a time we all need peace. We all need life. We all need hope. And I say this all the time. I come from, and Lisa comes from a long line of hope dealers and we just continue on the, uh, the legacy. We owe it to my mom and my dad. And, uh, this time with you, with my mom and my sister are a time to encourage your hearts and I don't know what you're going through. They don't know what you're going through, but God knows exactly what you might be facing today. And there's no situation that's too hard for him. There's no mountain too big, no valley too deep that he can't reach down his arm and just pull you up and rescue you. And we want to encourage you today from our hope, from our house, (laughs) from our hope and faith in our hearts that whatever you might be facing, God is bigger He can do the impossible and he can get you through anything that you might be going through right now. And Mm -hmm. I just want to ask, first of all, Lisa, for mama, for you to pray over the people that might be watching. And then Lisa, maybe you can end it up and um, let's just pray for these people today. Okay. Sounds good. Father, we pray for everybody that's watching. Jesus, I pray that you will bless them in a special way. And Father, if they have problems that seem too serious for them to solve Jesus, Father, do it for them because you love them, Father, and because they ask supernaturally answer the prayers of your children, Father. And Jesus, I pray that if there are any of them that need healing, that you will touch them and heal them and make them whole, Father. I pray that their bodies will begin to function normally again, Father. In Jesus' name, if they've had cancer, I speak to the root of it. I command it to wither and die and leave and never, ever, ever come back again. Father, if they're having financial problems, supernaturally move in their behalf, Father, so that they'll be able to take care of their families. Jesus, whatever it is, but first of all, by all means, Jesus, if they don't know you, let this be the day, Father, that they accept you into their heart, Jesus, as their Savior, and help them to serve you, Father. And if they have the wrong kind of friends, if they're uh, addicted, Father, you help them that they will choose friends that will help them lead them to you, Father, and that they will be free of any kind of addictions. And Jesus, just bless us in these last days and these days when the pandemic is happening, Father. I pray, Lord Jesus, that you will bless the people and heal them. And I pray that it will cease, Father. Jesus, I pray that they'll be able to get some kind of a a, 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 a vaccine, Father that will cause that to leave and never come back again. They expect it to come back, Jesus, but we don't. We expect you to come someday, Jesus, but not anything that will harm us. So bless Father, bless your people, bless April, Lisa, and all the families, Jesus, 
And Father, I pray that we will all serve you with all of our hearts. And if people are away from you, Father, that they will come back to you when this thing is over and we can get back in churches and get back in, get in a good church. And Father, just help them to know, Father, if they've been away from you, that you've missed them. And this is the time they need to get back. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 And I, I want to pray for all of you that feel like this woman that wrote April, that you just feel a little isolated and you feel alone and unmotivated. And I'm just, I pray that God will just speak into your life today and that you'll be encouraged and lifted up. And I pray that he will show you new things that you can do. And he will just bring out the gifts and callings that are in you, that he'll uh, lead you by his Holy Spirit, Father, that they will know who they need to call and encourage or strengthen. Yes. They'll be a blessing to other people during this time. And I just thank you that it's, it's going to be a restful time yes, and it'll be a profitable time for them also, Father. Jesus. In Jesus' name, I pray that you'd surround them with your peace right amen. now. Amen. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. That's good stuff. Well, from our house to yours, just know with God, there's always hope. We love y'all. Thanks for watching in today. Bye y'all. Bye. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.